2: This is he said ella dijo with Eric Winter and rosalind Sanchez.
3: Okay, hello. Are you uh, are you done eating so we can start our podcast? <laughs> i don't want you be s- eating a little smacking, bit. How are you? Smacking lips on the microphone.
2: I haven't seen you all day on FaceTime, and now I'm seeing you
3: via Zoom.
2: And he said ella dijo. como esta mi gente? Bien. Oh, okay. you know what, Eric, this is a sad day.
3: Yeah, I mean, we're at, it's a well, the sad. world is at war. Well, I don't say the world is at war yet, but the, you know, Ukraine and Russia is at war and we're uh, obviously right there with them. It's it's really an unfortunate day.
2: How do you feel about it? Because I got up this morning and you know what? I have a friend, Herman, you know, Herman really well. And Herman has a good friend called Sasha. He is from Ukraine. And I met Sasha maybe 20 years ago. And, and it's interesting because, Last night, like yesterday, Sasha, his family owns a hotel over there that is actually called Hotel California. And and he's married now and he lives there and he was watching Devious Mates with his wife and then sent a screenshot to Herman saying, this is what's keeping us laughing until we wait the news if there's going to be a war. And oh. Herman sends that to me and I was like, oh my God, Sasha, how is he doing? And her man is like, you know what? It's crazy because everybody's like on pizza and noodles over there fast forward to i get up this morning and the first thing i read is a text from her man saying sasha just confirmed they are at war yeah and i was like oh my god and then of course i went to twitter and i started looking at all the feeds on twitter and cnn and and such and i was i'm beside myself
3: it's awful it's awful i don't know uh how to- do you
2: understand what's going on do you do you understand the reasoning for putting to want it to want to Oh, I'm, I'm hearing, I'm,
3: I'm reading both sides. I'm reading what Putin's, you know, alleged reason is of why he thinks it's valid. And I'm, I'm reading, obviously, what uh, Biden believes the purpose is and, and also uh, where the world sort of stands. I mean, look, the reality is Russia has very few allies in this situation. So, you know, the world in general is siding with Ukraine. Trying to protect
2: But what them. is he doing? it? Do you think he's doing it because of power? He just basically wants to take over more well, territories? My, and... I,
3: my understanding is is that they believe this is what the Ukraine people want. That's what they're trying to sell, is that the Ukraine people uh, feel that their leadership is doing them wrong. And they and there's a lot of, I think, I, I guess you'd call them, I don't want to say, I don't want to speak incorrectly, but I think like ra- radicalist Ukrainians that are so more of the side of Russia and uh, Russian politics and following Putin's lead and they're, that movement, I believe, is the one that's sort of uh, saying that they want Russia to do this, to take over the government. But the uh, the reality, I guess, or what the other side of it is saying is that that is not the case, that, they, you know, that's sort of what the Kool-Aid of what they're trying to get the Putin followers to believe. And the truth is, yeah, according to Biden and everybody else, that he's trying to reestablish sort of a USSR, Soviet Union uh, demographic, you know, take over territories.
2: Anyways. I wanted to acknowledge that, you know what, it's not all fun, fun and games. And I, I'm, all day I'm looking at people's like Instagram, not all day, because I've been working all day. But like it's like kind of mortifying when I see people not even mention anything about it and just taking selfies and just talking about rubbish and nonsense when there are people dying and this is potentially World War 3. And it freaks me out that nobody is. Not, no. Of course, many people are taking it seriously, but a lot of people are just going by their lives. I'm, listen, God bless them. They don't want to. Get involved. They don't want to even think about the possibility of, of, of this thing affecting the entire world. Um, but it's kind of like, come on, man, let's, let's have some compassion and, and, and talk some serious shit over here. This is no joke. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, so, but we want to make people laugh. We want to make people happy. We well, want to make sure that people enjoy the show. So, on we a completely do some different serious
3: way. Well, yeah, but before we get into hot topics, well, it actually kind of lends itself into the first uh, topic that our producers put on here. But so I started watching your. Uh, whatever, Anna show.
2: Inventing Anna?
3: First of all, she needs to invent an accent because the accent that she's doing is the worst accent I've ever heard done
0: on okay, television. Listen. It, okay. I is told it you me? before, it
3: sounds like a a valley girl, like Paris Hilton sucked in a helium balloon, trying to speak with a German accent that sometimes is Irish, sometimes is English, Eric and Winter? British. It's Eric horrible.
2: Barrett? winter macumber horrible
3: accent
2: you're an actor you're an actor yeah
3: accents are very difficult how to
2: do feel, how would you feel if you pour your heart right and half of the year into a character something that you create thinking that you created something fantastic which she did and this is a very very Her good acting
3: actress. is phenomenal
2: <laughs> a very good actress and here you are She didn't know what she did and her choice. Maybe to you is a bad accent. She might think that it was actually magnificent. And I found it to be very interesting and very effective. And it kept kept me engaged.
3: I thought now in episode two, the accent is improving. I think she must've gotten to a groove. Um, The first episode, it was unwatchable, the accent. Her acting is phenomenal. She's a fantastic actress. She was amazing on Ozark. She's incredible i don't even totally fault her how do the producer how do the people how do people they watch these things all the time the directors how do they not sit there and go you know what we got to work on this accent a little more
2: it, it helped her stay in character. i
3: get it, it but you have multiple eyes on an actress you have a, you have director producers everybody's sitting there micromanaging every acting nuance you couldn't pay attention to that when it sounds like she's speaking uh, scottish in a, in, a, in a moment or no Irish. She,
2: she was trying to do she's from russia that that was half of her life. She's from she Germany. To, from, no, she's Russian. That went to Germany and tells people that she's German, but she's actually Russian. That so supposed to be about, a
3: Russian accent.
2: It's supposed to be a German accent, and you know what? German-Russian. I don't know exactly the combination. Okay, where
3: is she month. from? Russia. The
2: actual real girl Anna Sororki, is Russian,
3: but she from grew up and in Russia.
2: Moved, yes, and she moved to Germany at what age? And Germany went to New York and, and made, made at what everybody age? with the. I don't remember. She was a... No, she was very young when she, when she, when she moved to Okay, Germany. so her she accent was...
3: should be German.
2: And that's what she did. Uh, no. Not but even if you move to Germany from Russia oh. at 10, 11, 12 years old, you there, can't, there might you, be a little bit
3: of a residue of Russian
2: accent.
3: Or Scottish or Irish or British. Listen to me. You can't don't, tell me that it doesn't do sound that. like it. Don't it par- do that.
2: Don't, don't be talking about people's accents because you're an actor and you know how difficult it it's is.
3: brutal. But if I was doing a really bad accent and I was, I should be told I'm doing a really not, not a good accent.
2: But because maybe it's all it's all perception. Maybe I didn't say her acting's bad. bad. I'm saying Clearly, her amazing to her. It was very effective to the producers and to everybody involved in inventing Anna. They thought she did something really, really different.
3: <laughs> it's different. I guess we probably can't have her on the podcast. But I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um but anyway to to the topic of something that was in that uh that show also i just don't know if it's my vibe of a show but um the uh you know the lead group is the reporter i guess it's kind of like this thought starter that this guy you know luke um luke combs is talking about his nervousness of being a father and he had so much left you know so much th- so many things he still wanted to accomplish in his life etc cetera, etc cetera, and there's A lot of nervousness that comes with taking on being a parent when you're in the middle of your adult, uh, you know, adult life, career, everything else that's going on in your world. Um, It reminded me of that that show because that reporter was going through this very like real breakdown of a moment that she's pregnant and she's putting her career potentially on hold when this baby comes and her whole goal is to break this story and make a name for herself as a reporter, but she's pregnant and the husband's like, you know, freaking out because it's a little selfish, but it's obviously something that you can understand that I guess a woman could go through. And apparently like Luke Combs is going through.
0: (laughs) This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for
1: the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
0: I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling. And it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together. And that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi. I'm Freddie Prince Jr., and on my podcast Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate, because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me: sharing memories and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, Stay Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows. Wherever you listen to podcasts,
2: remember the feeling when I was expecting Sabella? Do you remember the specific feeling where you're freaking out? No. Oh my God, I'm about to be a dad. It's going to change my life. Am I ready for this? What am I doing?
3: No, never. I was always elated. No. I was always ready to be a dad. I was new. I mean, like I never thought about it would hurt my career. I know a lot of friends who felt that way about having kids, that it was going to change their career and their time and their availability and, and their focus. And uh, But I was never like I
2: that. have that conversation with so many females in the business, like so many co-stars and, and girls that are acting that are in the late twenties and thirties and they, I don't know what I'm going to do because my career, you know, and, and I've been there because I did that. And then I, I, when I decided to do it, it was too late. And that's why it gave me so many, so many issues because I I should have done it before, you know? And then my advice is always like, you know what? There, there's never a right time to be a parent. is a decision you have that you have to make and not, doesn't mean that the world is going to stop. You know what I mean? Like life continues and you grab your baby and you go to work and you grab your baby and you continue your goals and you grab your baby and you travel. You know, it's like people and moms, like husbands and wives and, 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 and people have to get over this thing, thinking that they're the first person in the world to have a baby. You know, it's like, oh, it's,
3: it's okay. Yeah. And I think if anything, it brings you more drive because you want to provide for this child. You want to give the best life to this child. If you... You, exactly. It brings prosperity. It brings so many things to your to your house. It brings more love and responsibility in the best way, and a lot of challenges and everything else as well. But it's like to me, it would only make your life that much more clear with a purpose. If having a child is what you want, if you didn't want to have a child and it just happened by accident, and you got pregnant, or you got somebody pregnant, then I could understand all of these freakouts because you weren't yeah, planning to ha- you weren't yeah, planning to have a child, and you never. Maybe some people didn't intend you know you know intend to be a parent and.
2: I remember that the day that it clicked on me, I was like, you know what, all the, all the females in the business that I look up to, that I go, oh my God, I would love to have that career and, that, and I look up to that person. Every single one of them were mothers, you know, and incredible actresses because they were mothers, you know, and I was like, what am I doing? Like, it's okay. Anyways, so this is mine. interesting. How money can build or break your relationship according to experts, do you think that's important Eric in a relationship to be able to be open about money and, and how ambitious or not ambitious you are and talking about finances, uh, how can something that is a plus be the end to so many relationships? Because they tell you, you know, like, like financial issues are one of the main causes of marriages falling apart.
3: hundred percent. I, I, I believe in full transparency and I think you got to have your, your, um financial goals in alignment to some degree i don't think you know both people in the household have to work i think somebody could not work somebody can work as long as you guys are in alignment on all that and i do think everybody craves some sort of stability so i think as long as you feel that you're the financial effort is in place to get the best stability you can it's gonna it's gonna help um i believe in prenups i believe in all that kind of stuff and i think there's nothing wrong with those ter- those sorts of things in a relationship um you know, I think it, it was interesting because it talked about in that article a bit about single people having, which was funny, if they display that they have own cryptocurrency, they have better luck uh, in dating as like being financially secure or savvy, um, which I thought was ironic. And, and obviously if you're single, you can be a little bit more financially stable because you're only taking care of one person in the house. Um, yeah,
2: I thought that was interesting too that when you were in a relationship, you might be able to be more successfully financially successful. I thought that was interesting
3: when you're in a relationship.
2: Yeah, that's really interesting. What? what do you think? What do you have to say about crypto? I'm convincing my husband, everybody. I'm all I'm getting the bug about this NFT crypto and all that stuff that is so confusing and intimidating and weird. And oh my God, it's overwhelming, but I've been been doing all these chats with these experts and people within the industry. And there's a a good friend of mine that is a very well-known Latino actress that is very much like uh, obsessed and very much looking forward to teaching and encouraging Latino women and, and women within the business, entertainment business, to learn and get into the space of NFT and crypto and that world, because you think there's incredible, incredible opportunities. And it's important to go in early. Well, it clearly, it clearly makes you more
3: desirable in your dating profile. That's one plus.
2: If I say that I'm into NFTs and crypto, yeah. does it make my According husband to these be, articles, am I desirable to my husband? Because I'm actually encouraging you to say, Eric, we're going to get into NFT business. I need to open my wallet. And you're like, eh, I don't want to do it. Eh, whatever, 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 whatever. It's all BS. And now he's taking meetings. And now
3: he's all. No, BS. but this but- is this is you. I want to get into this. I mean, this sounds really interesting. Some people I really respect. They're all into it. I have no yes. clue how to do it, Eric. Please figure it all out because I don't know one one thing about. I don't. I don't know how to set up anything. So basically you just got all excited about it to give me more assignments of more work that I need to do for you.
2: <laughs> because, because I don't know. Has,
3: do, has, do, has nothing to do with you trying to understand it. You're taking all these zooms, you're listening on all these things. You have I, no I, idea what they're talking about. you're I, like, keep, and you're like, Eric, what do you what do you think about long neck girl? Excuse I'm me, like, I don't know excuse what long neck girl is. I, I me, the long
2: necky. I want to get a long necky. Listen to me. Ecu me. What do you mean? I'm not, I'm putting all the effort. I'm taking all this calls. And then you still get off the call I, and you're I, like, getting, I don't know anything, anything that they're, they're talking about. To... I'm learning because I don't want to be a joke. I'm actually learning and I'm going to do really well. And I want to help Boricuas, female Puerto Ricans to get but, into the space.
3: How are you helping them get into the space? By educating give them? Give me
2: a break. <laughs> give me a break. By how educating
3: them? What are you doing? They help them get in the space. Like all you're doing is trying to get yourself into the space. How do you, what do you, how you are you taking, uh, I know. are you doing panels to talk to, uh, Latinas about how to get into crypto and NFTs. Well, when
2: I when I when I get into the into the the pocket and I learn, you can't
3: I, even I, set up a wallet. You can't right. set up a crypto wallet. You've asked me to do it. You then set it up. How are you going to educate people about crypto if you can't set up an app?
2: I will set it up. Okay, I'm just but then, asking my husband for help.
3: But that's why? All. You're the one that's been taking all the zooms.
2: I know. Well, then I, I pass all the info to you. and You,
3: <laughs> you said, I don't understand. Go take more meetings and then I have Whatever. to do it. Listen. But, I, on, I, ladies,
2: don't, don't, don't pay attention I'm, to him.
3: I, I'm, I'll,
2: I'll take care of you.
3: I'm interested in learning more for sure. I've taken some meetings from very, very insightful person.
2: Because of your wife.
3: Mm, no, I took these meetings because somebody else that I know that is married to the person who told me they would be happy to explain it to me. And then okay. you got this bug Eric, up your butt no, about crypto no, and NFTs. No. So now we're Eric, moving this along faster.
2: Eric, the only reason you're actually pursuing it and taking it seriously and, and, and actually believing in the possibilities because it's the way of the future. So I'm just trying to open your mind. The only reason you're actually doing it now is because I'm pushing you to do it.
3: Pushing me. Yeah, that's the correct word.
2: Okay. Pushing Anyways, me. next topic pushing is... Me. Um, listen, listen, this is heavy. This is heavy, Eric. After she lost her third child, which we all know because it was very well documented, it was devastating for that family. She is going back to the freaking roller coaster of IVF treatments and doing the shots. She wants to collect as many eggs as possible to give herself the best chances possible. And she's, they're going to do it all over again. It takes on balls. She said she
3: doesn't mind the shots. I mean, you can speak to that better than me, but you know, I guess everybody's got a different threshold for that kind of stuff. It's a lot. You yeah, put your she body, says that put your she body through see, a lot.
2: She feels like a chemist that she doesn't mind the shots, but I just, I just, I mean, it's amazing. It's even more amazing that she is again sharing that part of their lives with the world. You know, I wonder if there's an element of pressure. You know, because now you open the kind of worms again. Everybody knows that you're doing this. They're gonna have people. You're gonna have people supporting. You're gonna have people. Uh, just being negative and stupid because that's the nature of the business when you open your life to allow comments to come in, you know? Um, oh my God, I, I truly, truly hope that it works out for them because I think it's going to be so sad if she, they go through another brutal experience. They have two kids?
3: They
2: have two beautiful... Healthy, yeah. incredible kids. I, mean, I
3: guess there's one thing I, I can't relate to because I guess there's some people that just so, have a drive to keep having kids, like they want to have big families. You know what I mean? Because if, want, I, if, if, to go, if go, I had go, to, go. I guess yeah, I don't understand. Cause again, maybe because I'm an only child, so for me it was like having. We talked about this. I was always good with one. Um, I was always good having one child. You pushed us to have a second child for sure. I mean, I love Dylan with. I mean, all my beans. So I'm so glad <laughs> you did. <laughs> I'm so glad you did did. because he's an amazing little boy, but I was always okay with having one. I never felt the need to try for a second and have, you know, pushed you to go through the whole IVF process again and do the shots again. Like I I was good with a small family, but I guess there are people that, you know, you could have two. many people we know actually that have healthy kids and just continue to want more.
2: You know, what's amazing. I would have had three if I would have started earlier for sure. And it's crazy because I never thought I was going to have kids. It wasn't that important to me. And now I just go, man, it would have been so nice to have
3: three. We almost had three. Sabella was supposed to be a twin. and It didn't work out. Oh,
2: no. Maybe we should adopt now that I can carry one. Oh,
3: man. No. I'll I play. still
2: can't produce eggs, I Eric, because I left my ovaries. I
3: told you. I am done. What
2: about using a, a
3: surrogate? I'm done. <laughs> what part of that would do? It's like, we're not talking about crypto. You're not going to push me into buying crypto. I'm done. I'm, I'm not having another I'm, child. I'm,
2: I'm pushing you. I'm pushing. You. I think it'd be lovely.
3: It'd be I love you. 50. Kids.
2: Giving a beautiful life to a, to a child in need. Why don't we adopt?
3: So you can be 60 years old taking that child uh, to, if you even had it right now, you'd be almost 70 years old taking your child to, to high school?
2: Bubby, 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 Bubby. Let me, let me tell you something. I'll be 70 looking 40. I'll be all what, right.
3: With your body feeling 90. Be like, I look forty. Oh, I can't get up. Oh, oh my back. Oh, my stomach, Eric. My stomach again. So bad That's today. Cool. It's every That's day. Right cool. now, your stomach's bad every single day.
2: That's you. That's your body. No, not my body.
3: Your my body is my back. Your body is your stomach and everything else. The <laughs> when you're eighty, you're gonna be like, okay, so Oh, so I I got, to how am I gonna take my nothing. kid to school? I got my stomach feels terrible. Oh, my neck. My neck. My neck goes inverted. It goes the other direction. So now I can't even. How am I gonna take my kid? Really. So you yeah, can look girl. fabulous, but that's all you're worried about.
2: I'll be, I'll be a fabulous mom. Anyways, I'm done. Thank you.
3: All right, it's been interesting.
2: Great conversation. Peace for Ukraine. I want this. Oh my God, this is too terrible. Anyways, Just I love hope,
3: you. Hope it's over. I love you too. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to write us a review and tell us what you think.
2: If you want to follow us on Instagram, check us out at PeaceerEllaDijo or send us an email: Eric and Ross at iHeartRadio.com. He said, ella dijo, is part of iHeartRadio's My Cultura podcast network.
3: See you next time.
1: Bye.
0: This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win.
1: Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express.